Case Study 0038, Pirates of Treasure Island, with the world's sexiest intellectual, Josh Weinstein. An innkeeper's life of monotony suddenly changes when he comes into possession of a treasure map. All right. Josh, how are you doing? Hey, Tressa. Uh, I'm great. I'm living the dream. Well, that's good to hear. Thanks. What is that dream? Uh, it's a dream that we dare to dream. <laughs> the impossible dream. That's beautiful. Did to you make fight that the unwinnable <laughs> fight. Of treasure? To... Uh, climb every mountain. I think you're getting confused and we need to focus right now. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's, let's get centered. Okay. Dude, this movie was not enjoyable by me. What did no, you No, and here's the thing. It's like, <laughs> it didn't have to suck. There's As so many- As per usual. There's so many good things about this fucking movie mm -hmm. and like sometimes I can just look at it and see that like a scene is very poorly edited for mm -hmm. like, like to cover. And what I mean by that is not that like it was necessarily badly done given the direction that the editor was given. Possibly sure. the editor was told, make this movie 90 minutes. Right. And that was the direction. Yes, very possible. So, you know, when you look at a scene and there's just like a ton of dead air and the actors have clearly just like done their best to recite the lines they learned like 20 minutes earlier. And they're like really being told that their accents are on point when in fact they're nowhere near that. Yeah. Like, here's the thing, like you can cover up a lot of that with just good editing. So you pull out some dead air, you tighten up some of the shots so that like you've got a little bit more intensity mm. and, um, you know, like that can carry you pretty far. The editor can't do anything about the costumes that were clearly rented and look mm. brand fucking new. So like this pirate movie, like everyone should be filthy in it. And yes. They literally all of their clothes look like. They just came right off the hangar and need to go directly back to that hangar and go straight back to the shop. 24-hour mm -hmm. <laughs> rental and that's it. So they could get their return money because they still have the tags tucked into the sleeve somewhere. This was a card and party warehouse. This was a spirit Halloween advertisement top to bottom. The, the amount of cleanliness in this movie pissed me off to no end. Especially on Anne Bonnie. What the fuck? I know, right? And so, okay, so like, Anne Bonnie, mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought her up right away because mm -hmm. this movie really, okay, so w the movie we're talking about is called Pirates of Treasure Island. And yeah. it is a loose adaptation of Treasure Island 
by Robert Louis Stevenson. Now, right. Anne Bonny, the best that I can remember, is not a character from that, but is actually a real pirate from real life. Absolutely. That is correct. Uh, now, there's several other aspects that are like just sort of cobbled from elsewhere in the world. There's a monster movie aspect to this. I guess. What the hell was that? Let's just talk about the first five minutes of this movie. Because the yeah, first five minutes of this movie, while not perfect, are like a lot of fun. Yes. And it sure was a lot of pirates. Boy, they were such pirates, those guys. <laughs> right? Like, they're slogging it through the heat on Skeleton Island with the treasure, trying to get back to the mm. ship, which is apparently, like, really far away on this <laughs> deserted island. Mm. We've got Lance Henriksen, who is a fucking great actor. He's fantastic. And he's so good. And, like, you know, he, it's clear to me that in at least a third of this, he's just improvising like, you know, he's having fun with the character. Yeah. He, he's fucking around. And yep. every moment of him, whether he's on script or on his own ad-libbing, he is elevating the scene. Anyone yes. who's in that scene with him is doing a better job just by proximity. Agreed. It made me think that Almost to the point, like, okay, this movie was released to be a mockbuster of one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Like, they released it roughly the same time. Dead Man something, I don't remember. But it made me realize, like, if we put Lance in one of those movies and put uh, Captain Jack Sparrow in one of, in this movie, it would have been more fitting. Like, cartoony in this movie and stupid, put Lance in the other movie and make it more serious. I think it would have been fantastic. I actually think that if you swapped the two of them, uh -huh. you would have like a almost no change in in either way. Like seriously, I think that uh, I think no. that Lance Henriksen playing his version of this character in the Pirates movies, mm -hmm. um, it like he doesn't. Uh, chew the scenery the way Johnny Depp sure. does and I mean that as high praise like what Johnny Depp is doing in those movies is mm -hmm. is high camp fun you know it's, it's silly it's ridiculous and it yes. works and I think I agree. and I think that Lance Henriksen bringing the same fun but he's not blowing blowing the shit out because right. like you know he's Sorry, there's some beeping in the background. I don't know if you Your heard burrito's that. done. Yeah. My uh, dishwasher is done. Right, so if if Lance Henriksen were in the Pirates movies doing this character, which he has a lot, you know, he imbues it with life, but he mm -hmm. doesn't go so crazy out of bounds that, like, none of the other... Uh, less seasoned actors could possibly live in that same world. Yes. You know, what I see in his performance is not just greatness, but um, a kind of generosity to his fellow performers. I totally see that. Absolutely. He was fantastic. And 
obviously, I just wanted an alien to pop out of his belly, but I love him regardless. He's yeah. great. Yeah, he's he's rare. Like I, I, I don't know what he's up to these days, or if he's just doing asylum movies or whatever. But like, I just want and more he, Lance Henriksen. Amen. And I got to give him super extra duper props because he was the big name for this movie and he was in the whole goddamn thing. Like usually when you get a big name in an asylum movie, they're like in a scene or like one. One location. One location. Thank you. One location. And then that's it. You paid me for the day. I'm out. And he was there for the fucking long run. And I totally appreciate that. So. So wait, just getting back to that first five-minute scene. Oh, we're yeah. On, we're on Skeleton Island. We're dragging some treasure across the land. Yeah. Long John Silver, played by Lance Henriksen, is, um, he has planned a mutiny Yes. of the crew because he's like a prisoner of Captain Flint. And I gotta be honest. There's so much of this movie that I just glazed over. Yeah, because I yeah. Was it's, like, it's, I know it's hard to follow because it's very bad. Yeah, um, for sure. Okay, okay, but so so here's what happens as they're dragging the treasure and they're like, you know, I'll have you. I forget if it was court-martialed or keel-hauled or walk the plank or whatever it was. You know, pirate junk. Right. He's like, all right, like I'm gonna. I'm going to play my prisoner character until my moment, which is there's just a solar eclipse, which, by the way, happens like in two seconds rather than in the real time of a solar eclipse. That is also not. Did you notice that? I had no idea. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Okay, so, yeah, it's a real deus ex machina moment. Like, for real. Like, okay, so that does not exist in Stevenson. That's in, uh, if I remember correctly, that's in King Solomon's Mines, and it's also used as a device in a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. And so, like, the knowledge of an impending eclipse gives the one who knows about it power. Um, In this case, to have a pirate mutiny that doesn't, you know, okay, L- let me just back up for a second. Sure, sure, sure. So in this five-minute scene, yes, absolutely no- none of the photography matches each other. In Mm-mm. one shot, it's super clear and sunny. In another shot, it's like there's smoke bombs everywhere. Yep. The sun goes black, but then it's light again, like, immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he stages this mutiny. He gets the pirate treasure... We're also introduced to Billy Bones and Mr. Pugh, who is blind and has the the literal worst prop I've ever seen in any movie. Dude, I hated those glasses so fucking hard. What the hell was that? So if I remember correctly in the book, and it's been like, I don't know, I was in eighth grade when I read it. Okay. The character of Pew is blind and he has like glasses as we see in the movie with like eyes on them. Yeah. But in this movie, it just looks like plastic and they're cardboard. Of, yeah. They're it, made out of plastic so, and painted over. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like somebody took an old pizza box and a fucking ballpoint <laughs> pen and was like, I got yep. this one. I'm a props master. 
I'm the head of the art department. Yep. So that, of course, you know, along with the brand spanking new pirate spirit Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. um, really takes the viewer right out. Now, here's what brings the viewer back. As <laughs> as Lance Henriksen, our mighty Long John Silver, mm-hmm. runs to the beach so that he can make it back to the pirate ship. Yeah. He is attacked. By what, Josh? By a giant fly. A what? A giant fly. (laughs) A fly like the size of a house. A house fly. Yes. But it's the size of a house. It literally was the size of a house. And the pirates that are still on the ship are looking at him through the telescope and their reaction uh, they're called, is, it's a it's called a spyglass. Oh, I'm sorry. They look through the spyglass and they're like, the captain, not holy shit, a giant fly the size of a house. They're like, the captain. Right. Do, they they just accept it as part of the world. Uh, they were on an exotic island, so I get it. Now here's the fucked up thing. That yeah. scene ends with the fly. <laughs> apparently killing Long John Silver. (laughs) They just want you to think that, dude. It comes straight at the camera, and then we go into a title sequence. Mm Mm-hmm. So what the viewer does not get to see, but we surmise, is that he's fine. Whatever, maybe he swatted it with a newspaper. I'm not sure. (laughs) Right, a very large one, yeah, Mm mm-hmm. And then we get to the inn or the pub or whatever they're calling it. I felt like I was really listening hard for all these words that weren't said. Like, what are we calling this establishment? What are these people's names? Is it Jimmy, the guy, like the main character? Yeah, Jim Hawkins. That's like, you know, from the book. That's true. Oh, yeah. See, I never read the book, so I'm not going to be able to follow any of this at this point. So I I think you should go back and check out some Stevenson. Like from I mean, seriously, like maybe if I read it now, I'd be like, "Uh, sorry for that recommendation. But the way I remember, (laughs) like I remember reading a few of his books. There's this and Kidnapped and Master of Ballantrae. And I mean, he wrote like dozens, if not hundreds of books in his lifetime. I think sure. he's really, he's like a very fun storyteller. So like the the original source material is good yeah. stuff. Well, obviously it's a classic. Everyone knows about it. But I have a question. Talk to me. Semi-related. Disney did do a Treasure Island movie like in the 50s or 60s, correct? I think there were like a few different versions. Like I'm... And, uh, and I don't know if any of them are actually any good. Yeah, I have no idea, but... I feel like if it wasn't a Treasure Island movie, it was a Disney movie with pirates in it. And that's where the stereotypical pirate accent came from. That's why they all say yar and everything. Are you thinking of Peter Pan? No. No, it was a pirate movie for sure. Like specifically, not just Peter Pan. Maybe. Shit. Wait. Which so is- there's a shitty what fact that is... <laughs> that's it. It's like um, they had like vaguely Irish accents and it was automatically after that movie all pirates from then on till eternity now have bastardized Irish accents and it was all because of this specific movie 
Interesting. I'm gonna have to go. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go watch some old pirate movies and see what. All right. Yeah. Because, like, that's not a bad way to spend time, honestly. No, no. Did you go through a pirate phase in the 90s as well? Uh, I mean, I loved pirates as a little kid and... Oh, I was an adult, but yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, at least the Mm -hmm. first couple of them. For sure. And that one in the 70s with that one teenage girl and that guy. What was that called? The pirate movie? I'm not sure the one you mean. I'm going to just like bring up a bunch of stuff that I did not research. And so I don't know what I'm talking about. Is that cool? So wait, a 1970s pirate movie. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me more. Tell me what you remember about it. We're going to figure it out. We're not going to use the internet. Oh, it's too late. Uh, It's called the pirate movie and it's got Christopher Atkins and Christy McNichol in it. Oh yeah. That's from the early eighties. Thank you. Oh, same difference. It's the same exact thing. And it is, if I remember correctly, that is a sort of middling interpretation of the Pirates of Penzance. Okay. Is that right? Yes. I mean, you're apparently on the Wikipedia page. You can probably tell me. I mean, I'm on the first page of Google. I'm not going that deep. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to look up that pirate accent. Yeah, so if I remember correctly, the pirate movie came out um, on the success of Pirates of Penzance on Broadway at the time. See, here's the thing, though. I hate musicals, so I don't know. I'm going to have to take your word for it. I hate most musicals, but I love a couple of musicals. Uh, I I love Grease, and I love uh, Rocky Horror. Oh, sure. And uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, that might be it. And I don't like stage musicals, but I do like mu- movie musicals. That's fair. That's all fair. And I looked it up, and it was Disney's 1950s. It doesn't even say what 50 year. The 1950s Disney movie Treasure Island is what originated the pirate accent. So see, I'm smart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> I just had a. Make sure. So we're in this pub, right? With uh, Jim. Well, oh, wait. Speaking, sorry, sorry. Spe- speaking of pubs or inns, did you ever see the Charles Lawton movie, uh, Jamaica Inn, which no. also features piracy of sorts? I No, I don't think I've even ever heard of it. Oh, my God, dude. I think, well, if you like Charles Lawton, and who doesn't, you would surely enjoy this. And I th- wait, I, I think that it was, if, I think that's an Alfred Hitchcock movie. I'll have to take your word for it. All right. Anyway, check it out in your free time. What's it called? Jamaica Inn. Jamaica Inn. Noted. And that's Charles Lawton, who is, um, you would know him from his work in such classics as um, the Island of Dr. Moreau. The Night or no, of the I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Island of Lost Souls. Yeah. He directed Night of the Hunter. Oh, Mutiny on um, the Bounty. Yes. He's in Mutiny in the Bounty. Hatchback and Notre Dame. He, are you on, I'm sorry. Are you on Wikipedia? <laughs> yes, like I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I know, but I'm too stupid to do that. <laughs> he was also married to Elsa Lanchester. A.K.A. The Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, cool. And the two of them were notoriously, back in Hollywood at the time, both bisexual. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I think 
I think that's true. I'm literally just repeating a rumor that I heard in a film class when I was a teenager. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that there's anything to support that. <laughs> Ew, it's fine. All right. So now can we talk about the end? Yeah, let's talk about the end. Let's talk about Anne Bonnie, real life pirate yes. hiding out as a as a bar wench. Right, Bless I guess she's her. just got got a fancy for young Jim Hawkins for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, a good way to put it, because he sucks. Yeah, he's, he's very worst. boring, and uh-huh. like she is as powerful as uh, a a woman in society and outside of society could mm-hmm. ever have been and and as powerful as a man could be absolutely um, and she's given that up for the time being to sling beer at the inn which what the fuck you're Anne bonnie you know you've got to have some riches somewhere and you're gonna go get a shitty job at a shitty inn in the middle of nowhere uh, i mean times are hard you got to do what you got to do uh fair fine I still hated it. But this woman, okay, she's part of the cast of a movie that I've done, along with one of the, the pirates they introduce in this scene, who is, like, doing, I guess, a drinking contest with Jim. I don't know. I hate this actor so hard. Like, I feel like I know him personally, and he has wronged me. He is horrible. He hasn't, but that's how I feel about him. <laughs> he, he's, like, the very cartoony pirate with the mustache, the curly mustache. Yeah, see, okay, now that guy, he gets done wrong by the editor. To be fair, to be fair, he's not giving us the best performance. But I swear to God, you could cover up just a little here and a little there, and you wouldn't be pulled out of the story by it. No. Uh -uh. like, Like the whole job of a movie is pure escapism. So Mm -hmm. if you're watching it and you're, like, aware that the actor is, like, trying to remember his lines, that could could be a problem. A little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that is something that's correctable in this case. Yes. But it was not corrected. So here we are. Yeah. So, I mean, so I'm sorry. He's like an asylum mainstay or like a semi-regular. Yeah, I think he he's been like I think he did writing and directing and a lot of acting. Like he he's there for the long haul with this guy. For all I know, he's a great writer and a great no. director Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. no. And given the right opportunity, Mm-mm. he might be showcased as a great no. actor as well. Nope. No. Uh-huh. None of the above. No. No, I will not let that. I will not let that be a thing that might be possible. Okay, all right. I hate him. He's such a turd. Anyway, it's a shame because okay, in that scene, we've got four actors, right? We've got him, the woman that he's with, and Bonnie and Jim Hawkins. Yes. Kind of, none of uh, none of them but that guy are giving the scene any life. Right. And the life he's giving it is not worth living. <laughs> well said, my friend. Yes. Because the the girl he's with is just like, here's my line that I have. That's it. That's all we get from her. Right. And, and honestly, like, is that 
did she do a good job or a bad job? She did a fine job. L- literally fine. Sure. Yes. Adequate. Jim Hawkins is a real energy suck. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking pirate movie. Let's have some fun with it. Why is this guy literally sucking the soul from my body? <laughs> I mean, Why is watching him so fucking painful? I don't. That's a great question. It's I. I have no answers for you. This whole scene is him like, I'm gonna win all this money from drinking games and people buying booze, and I'm gonna have adventures. Okay, so this is a thing that I keep seeing in Asylum movies that we watch together. They lean so heavily on Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> to steal from that, like, they, they like it must be a game. Like, how many things can we steal from Raiders of the Lost Ark yes. per movie? It's a treasure trove, no pun intended, of great things. How can we make them not great? and make them milk toast and not fun. I get if you're like a big fan of that movie and you want to just like, fuck, I want to sort of cosplay Raiders of the Lost Ark in different guises. Sure. I get why that would be fun. And I get why it would be like fun to knowingly do that. And it might, if you pulled it off well, also be fun for the audience. Yes. Oh my God. That would be so fun. Right? Like you could have it all. You could... Here's the thing. It takes a lot of energy to make a good or a bad movie. Absolutely, 100%. All of those man hours, all of those dollars, all of that energy, it ain't coming back. Every every breath you breathe, you're not getting a single one of them back. <laughs> so if it's a job worth doing, mm-hmm. uh, I say it's worth doing well. Well said, friend. But we're not going to do that here. No. So we're going to. No, definitely not. <laughs> they close down the bar or whatever. And then one of uh, Long John Silver's buddies comes in and he's like, you have to let me in. I've got six pence. And he's like, oh, I got to let him in. He's got six pence. And then another guy comes in. And he's like, the fucking place is closed, you guys. Fucking settle down. And it's the stupid glasses blind guy. And I hate him so much. And I, I guess his name is Pew. Right. And that is, again, from the book. He is he's yeah. from the book. I figured, but I had to put on closed captioning because I thought they were saying pube, which also makes sense to me. <laughs> and he gives, him, he gives him a black spot. I don't know what that means. Okay, so the black spot mm-hmm. is the mark of death. That right. is, and I'm trying to remember, is that in, I think that's from Kidnapped but it might be from Treasure Island. But it's like a thing. It's it's a It was a device from one of these pirate stories. I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah. But they didn't really set it up at all. They were like, here you go. And everyone's like, no. I mean, to be fair to them, that is a pretty recognizable reference, Tressa. Uh, um, just not saying you're you not pulling your arms, dude. <laughs> I love that even your dog is like, we don't read here. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) All right, so we've established I'm a dummy. And now we're going to talk about, what was that guy's name that that had the sixpence? Do you know? Uh, I've already forgotten. Wait, was, oh, I'm sorry. Was that Billy Bones? I think that's Billy Bones. Oh, probably. 
I just have him as Buddy in my notes. And I guess he is dying or something because he has a cough. That's what that means in movies. Yeah. Uh, anytime before like 1910, that just means you're about to die of tuberculosis like mm-hmm. in seconds. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> then we get to the scene where Jim is talking to his buddy in a lab or something. I don't know where they are exactly. But his friend has the most insane wig. Right. So, like, let's just throw in Darwin, like, you know, like a a naturalist type. (laughs) Yes. A Darwin character, or I forget who the character is in Master and Commander. I don't know if... Did you ever read those Reed? books or no. see that movie this, it, they, they also made a movie they made a movie <laughs> paul bettany played the character of the naturalist okay anyway so yeah i think they're just like fuck what what else do we have back in yieldy times like who Powered else wigs. who else is on a ship a scientist might go to check out some turtles insects thank you but also giant insects yeah so if if you're darwin or a darwin type maybe you've heard about house flies the size of a house and you want to investigate i don't think they knew about giant insects i think they're just like i know bugs no one will give a shit if we want to see bugs but i need to talk about this hostess cupcake of a wig he was wearing what the fuck oh let's do a corner let's do a tress's tress corner what the fuck the end all right next they decide because he got a treasure map in the end jim got a treasure map right (laughs) and the nerd with the wig looks way too much like bill hicks for my choice the nerd with the wig And they have to get a crew together for a ship. So what? wouldn't you know, they come and get uh, Long John Silver and his buddies. Also, like, yeah. where's the all-you-can-eat buffet? <laughs> There's all this talk of Long John Silver, and at no point do we see an amazing all-you-can-eat buffet. I don't think they did that. They just have delicious fried fish, dude. What about uh, Arthur Treacher? I don't know what that is. Maybe that's regional. Maybe yeah, that's regional. probably. Freaking East Coasters. What are your pirate-themed buffets? <laughs> <laughs> what are your Midwestern buffets uh, of pirate origin? I, I don't think we have one. We, we have a Golden Corral, which is uh, ranch-based, so I think that's what we get in the Midwest. Fair enough. It's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, see, all my notes are just like, I don't, what the hell? Yeah, okay, on? so like, in fairness, this movie is not that interesting to talk about, but pirates right. are very fucking interesting and fun. I agree. And like, you know, uh, sea stuff, like, is kind of, you know. Yeah. Sea shanties. Do you know any oh, good sea shanties? I don't, but I enjoy one when I hear one. Farewell and adieu to you, Spanish ladies. Adieu and farewell to you, ladies of Spain. Um, maybe I don't like them. That is a capstan shanty. I don't know what that means. What that means is the rise and fall of it and the rhythm of it is <laughs> the um, same rhythm that you wind a capstan on a ship. 
So as you're winding it, you're singing it to like your body moves the same way, you know, adieu and farewell, etc. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I dig it. You know what they do now? They get um they get a ship with a French captain. Yeah. Ooh la la. A quote unquote French captain. I couldn't hate this guy more if I fucking tried. Yeah, I mean they could have gotten like a cigar store Indian. <laughs> like this guy was not doing a whole heck of a lot. But he talked really breathy, so it was kind of French sounding. But not really. And he's got ladies. And Long John Silver's is back, and his name is Barbecue. Which is fun. Which is fun. So fun. That's like, it's 11 o'clock the night before you shoot, and you've got, you know, you're writing up the pages, and you're like, what's the what's he going to be called in this scene? <laughs> Remember, like, he's still Long John Silver, so this is just like an alias. We got to make it food-related somehow. Oh, I get it. Right. Because. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. So they've decided the barbecue is going to be the cook because the French guy doesn't like him because who cares? And he's serving them all dinner at the dinner table in the fancy room and spitting in their food. (laughs) Hooray. And then Jim is like, I can't deal with this. I'm so seasick. And they throw him vomit. They show him vomiting so many times and I'm not here for it. Okay, can we just talk about Lance Henriksen spitting in the food and how fucking funny he is? Yes, so good. That guy is fucking gold, I swear to God. I know. I I just want to hang out with him for a little bit. For all I know, in his regular life, he's a terrible person, but he's a lot of fun to watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, we also, this is like right here is when we realize that the woman who we don't know is Anne Bonnie yet is on the boat disguised in drag as a man right which is a classic right not believable but it's a classic he also introduced his his valet the the french guy valet which is obviously a woman and that's fine you live your life but we find out later that it's all the disguise i'm just gonna whatever this movie this movie was sexist as hell, I'll tell you that much. You can't have a woman on a boat because it's bad luck. Uh, women are only whores and bad luck in this movie. I mean, I don't want to defend this movie, but I feel like those worldviews are tested and found wanting, right? Because we've got a pirate queen who she and the other women in the cast turn out to be like uh fierce fighters and right you know i mean i'm not saying it's a good movie i'm just saying that like i see what you're saying you know what i'm 100 percent. and you're right but it was still a bullshit well but i mean wouldn't that be the worldview of the time like Uh, of course it would josh i'm not an (laughs) idiot just because i don't read just didn't like this movie is all I'm saying. And the, and the the women that I'm assuming they were supposed to be prostitutes because Yeah, they, well I, like what else would they be doing here? Right, 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 cuz they're women. Right. And towards the end she just like throws off her dress and she's like let's go fight now and now she's like a world-renowned fighter and whatever. Good for her. It was great training in that place that she grew up. 
thank God. Yeah, it's pretty whack stuff. Okay, one line. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. To that. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that till the end. That's my favorite line. <laughs> um. Oh, I think I know where you're going with that. Probably not, because it was hard to hear if you didn't weren't listening. And I'm pretty awesome. Um, okay, this is where we find out that it's actually Anne Bonnie because she shows up and um, barbecues like, whoa, 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 what? Right. Anne Bonnie all along. Right, a full half or more way through this movie. Yeah, that was very disappointing for me. She's so clean, so blonde, so adorable. Right, I like I, I, I want to see greasy hair. Yes, I want to see her to be disgusting. And honestly, I swear to God, like they could have just like dirtied up people's faces and hands, and like I would have forgiven the clothes to a degree. Yes, a hundred percent. But no, no, they all they had to. Mm. Yeah. They might have gotten the clothes dirty, and then they wouldn't have been able to return them to Spirit Halloween if they had gotten smudges on them. It's 100% true. Like, they definitely Mm -hmm. rented these from wherever. Right. Oh, boy. What do you think will happen next week? Until then... Thanks for joining us this week on the Asylum Case Studies. Special thanks to book reader Josh Weinstein and a very handsome and talented Andy Slater, our mixer and engineer extraordinaire. Make sure to visit us at AsylumPod.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever, so you'll never miss a case study. While you're at it, if you found any bit of enjoyment in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. And so until next time, I'm Tressa Slater. And just remember this, it takes 26 muscles to frown, but only 5 to smile.